everyone, this is Courtney, and I am here with Porch Peer Guide, Octavia, and we hello, are- <laughs> She's so excited to get started. She was actually early. <laughs> I was so excited to get started. I'm so happy to be a part of this. It's actually really cool. So thank you, Courtney, for having me. Oh, well, thank you for taking time because I know that you are a busy mom, a busy wife, a busy business owner, a busy employee, all of that. Absolutely. So where do I begin? I don't, well, we're not going to begin from the beginning. Okay. She was so. like, my mom had me. <laughs> so right. how about we start with, well, I'm going to say this first. I have a feeling that you're just going to take over this interview. I feel like the little Oprah is in you somewhere that's just been waiting to get out. Low key, low key. I have like little areas. I just want, I, I don't know, like, I don't know even where to start, honestly. Like, I've been trying to put my hand in so many different things. Um, I don't even know where to begin. But yes, um, I can start with, uh, should I start with the book? The little, uh, the book that I'm making or? We talked about that you shared with us. Yes. Yeah, so um, I've been on the hiatus. I've been trying to use all the energies that we've been getting, you know, and harvesting that energy into doing something so for a while I was just running into a brick wall so as a peer guide I definitely want to share with everybody that you're going to run into a million brick walls it's okay it's just as long as you get up because um for a while I was thinking yeah like I'm going to be a consultant consulting is my thing until I reached out to actually a couple of consulting specialists and consulting's not really my thing I, I, I think I'm more <laughs> I think I'm more like of a teacher or, you know, um, to help people learn how to do things like, you know, that, that are kind of common, a common teacher. So, um, when I say that, I mean, like, uh, my grandparents, for example, um, the world is in the process of like shifting to all tech pretty much. It seems like there's no way around it, you know? And I only say that because my grandmother recently, um, purchased a car from someone on her block <laughs> it's a little jaguar i was like oh okay it's cute has a little vanilla insides but you know she purchased the car without knowing you know regular laws and standards and you know she was thinking like you know back in the day you could buy a car and of course you go take it and it's gonna get smogged you know you didn't people don't really know about the laws of it's of it being completely illegal to sell a car that's not able to be smogged and my grandparents didn't know that and those are the people that taught me everything so I was like wow like you know it's a shift in the energies because I'm in the position now where I'm having to teach them you know like from scratch and I remember the days when I was a child when they were teaching me from scratch so it's like that's where the the big teaching thing has been really uh, resonating and standing out for me especially with people older than me um, a lot of people younger than me they're not I wouldn't say that they're not in a position to listen. It's just so much going on, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, that, what you're saying is sounds good, but no, I, I'm, I'm on to something else, you know? So I think I'm more, I, I can tap in more with the people that are older than me because they listen, you know? <laughs> so with that, um, all, with saying all that, I uh, assisted my grandparents last night in suing these people online because uh, court is online now. Mm, absolutely. But what I'm finding is that there are a lot of opportunities where the energies are supporting and encouraging us to make things multi-generational. Yes. 
because we have gotten away from that for so many years, like even going back to where, you know, we lived in smaller communities, we lived in communities where our extended family were closer to us back further than that to like, you know, more tribal communal type of living. And now, but, and it was so many different generations. And then we just got used to just hanging out with people that are in our age group. But now it's like, no, the younger, the middle, the elders, all learning from each other in different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. That's what I've been feeling the shift. And then even more so to double back with that, because, you know, comes grand with grandparents comes my mom, of course, you know, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> so um, mom and grandma, they have been in a Taurus. I'm going to call you a tour. I'll call it a Taurus spat because they're both Tauruses. Uh, my mom's an April Taurus and my grandma's a May Taurus. So they haven't been, you know, even with everything that I've been uh, relaying to them and teaching them from what I've learned on the porch and being a porch career specialist, like, you know, just handling day to day, handling retrogrades, handling energies that we're having that we that we thought we buried and that we were over, like having them resurface, like, you know, just letting them know and be cautious of all that. They're still not getting along. So with that being said, my grandmother was my mom's in-home service provider, but she no longer wants to be that. So she told me, she was like, you know, I'm going to need you to take over. You know, I'm going to need you to, you know, take over your mom's in-home service and take over all of her things because I'm just done. So I'm like, okay. So with this time, like, you know, as opposed to focusing, you know, like I said, I thought I was in, in consultant mode, which is why I want for everyone to know, like, you can have your mind on something, but you know, if other things present themselves to you, like it's just the universe, I feel like personally, it's the universe presenting itself like, hey, this is another piece of something that I need you to put into for me. You know, I feel, I know, you know, my favorite line or Artika knows my favorite line. I know you ain't asked me, but. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yes, yes. Here's what I'm getting from that. And this is something that I think that came up um, just on a random post the other day about how the universe blesses us. Oh, I think it was about um, abundance, people yes. or, or um, inheritance. That's what it was. Artika posted yes. something about inheritance. And I was saying, yeah, it's like read between the lines. Yes. Everything does not show up in the traditional Western 3D world. Exactly. When we hear a word about abundance or third party or exactly. whatever, how does that look? So when you tell the universe, oh, I'm thinking about being a consultant, that's mm-hmm. literally what your nana, your grandmother was just like, okay, this is what I'm going to, this is how the consulting thing is going to show up. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I'm so grateful for you and the read between the lines, because I use that with everything. Like, <laughs> they're like, Octavia, like, shut up. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. They're like, what do you, what do you mean reading between the lines? Because even with the girls that I trade cards with, I trade tarot cards with and text message, <laughs> I tell them like the cards are meant to be guides read in between the lines of what they're saying like don't use them as like you know a definition of a literal because, right yeah because it's not what it is you know so yeah. with that being said um I pulled a card today that had those key interpretations inheritance um wow you know, so on and so forth like those I'll, I'll touch back on that in a moment but with that being said I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have I thought initially that becoming my mom's caregiver was gonna be a burden and it's actually not it's actually opening another door for me because with the money that I'll be, that I'm allegedly receiving from this, <laughs> <laughs> I'll receive it back at the end of the year, you know? So it, nice. it, it works out 
50-50 for the both of us. And goes back to my consulting because my grandmother, she was like, the main reason she she wanted out of this was because um, she was having to pay at the end of the year. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, reading in between the lines, reading is fundamental. My grandma failed to realize on the tax form that she should have been uh, registered as a married filing jointly or single with more than one job as opposed to head of household because it messed up with her reporting. So she was under reporting for all these years and didn't know why. So she oh. was in the back to pay at the end of the year because, you know, they own a bakery. So it was way. So let me just time. interrupt. So yes. a little bit and we're, we're going to go backwards a bit. So okay. Octavia, she is just rattling off all this information about paperwork and all of that stuff just goes over my head. I find Octavia and I talk a lot about gifts. And a lot of times when we talk about spiritual gifts or just gifts in general, we talk about the woo woo magical, mystical kind of things. Mm-hmm. I Octavia is like the super admin. She's like the Oracle <laughs> of administrative paperwork, like stuff right. that she can look at clicks and focus on my brain shuts down. Like this morning, I haven't even been outside. I've been on the computer and I already need a nap. But if you send me outside to do something else, I can stay up till midnight going straight. But anything administrative now, I just, paperwork, anything that has to do with, or looks like adulting, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? my body says, no, run the other direction. Right, like out, I want out. I don't understand it. It starts to sound or look like another language. Please don't send me online to complete a form. Right. I just want to avoid it at all costs. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and this goes back to reading between the lines. Like a lot of times people don't understand that the things that come very simple to them that may seem like just everyday mundane stuff is a gift. And we often overlook the mundane, quote unquote, mundane things of life thinking, oh, because it's easy to me, that means, you know, everyone can do it or this isn't really a gift because it's easy to me. No, let me tell you, paperwork, I don't want to have anything to do with it. People like Octavia or her, that's why I was like, she would be a perfect personal assistant or organizer, somebody that if you just need somebody to get your life right. to kind of get it all set up then she's the person to go to and can teach you how to maintain or where to start thank you I appreciate that and thank you for pointing that out because you know for the longest time I'm like all I have is all this skill with paperwork I was like what do you call that (laughs) thank you for that I'm like, I don't know what my gift is and I it's right I do it every day it's right in front of me but I'm like this is my gift Yes. You're like the Harriet Tubman of like the freedom yes. underground yes. work and state system paperwork. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like this is it's my confusion. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And keep it organized too. So how are things going? I know we talked some time ago earlier this year, earlier this summer, and you had like, um, it wasn't a vision board, but you had this board of stuff that you wanted to bang out. Do you still do that? Yes, I do. Actually, I have it hung up right here um, next to my office space. And so I was kind of like, you know, when I was talking about the whole financial advising and all of that, like I started it. But then when I got into it, um, you know, I never knew financial advising was sell- was selling life insurance. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Like, I didn't know that. And that's something that I'm definitely not interested in because I'm not a salesperson. You know, I want to help people get to what they need to get to, you know, mm-hmm. like finding funding and things like that. But as far as life insurance, something that people have to pay for, 
it's mm-hmm. something wonderful great we all need it but that's not my thing you know that's not the way of helping that I'd want to do so with that being said I kind of like twisted the scope back into my business um, aside from the regular consulting that I'm doing right now amongst my family I know that it'll go somewhere eventually they want well, everybody here's to what I'm hearing and this is something that you've mentioned twice about realizing what you don't want to do right right yeah. And I think first that's key. So for me, it's always, okay, before the healing, quote unquote, healing starts, right? Yeah. It's like a lot of unpacking of what we thought we wanted to do or who we yeah. thought we were before we can start pouring into ourselves. We got to make room for what we're really good at or what we really want. So what advice, how, let me ask you this. Okay. How did you get to the point, and maybe you've always been this way, mm-hmm. where you realize oh, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to test the waters and be okay with saying, oh, nope, that's not what I want to do. Because so many people and specifically women feel like, oh, well, I said I was going to do it. I looked into it. And because I've been doing it for two weeks, I've been doing it for two months or even 10 or 15 years, I'm going to keep doing it. Even though I realize that I'm not good at it and this isn't really what I want to do. But because I said I was going to do it, people expect for me to do it. Okay, so my advice to anyone in that particular predicament because that's that's me all the time it's Mm -hmm. I feel my advice to anyone is to follow your heart you know um don't stay with something that you feel is convenient or you know you feel like you have to do it because you said you were going to do it because at the end of the day this is your life and if you don't follow your heart you're going to spend the rest of your life wishing that you had because you're going to be looking at a life that you don't want you know so that's my the biggest advice for that because I'm a person that starts and stops and then but the key factor is to start back don't just stop you know you Mm want to um when you're stopping you want to yeah pivot yeah you want to you want to look at okay where am I going with this where where exactly what exactly do I want out of this and if nothing if nothing comes up for that then just give yourself the time to find something else but harvest that energy with inside yourself like think about it like daily like what is it that I want to do or what is it that's going to fulfill me in the long run I don't care how many times I stop or start because at the end of the day it's not for anyone else you know it's for me so that's what I would always keep in the back of my mind that all all of this is for you and for your family your why so to speak your why go yeah always what's your why we say that a lot on the porch and and in group what's your why what I really love is the fact that you've also it sounds like figured out a way to realize that you can be self-sufficient entrepreneurial while being the support because a lot of people think that oh I can never work for myself or I can't be entrepreneurial because I'm not in sales or because I don't want to you know some people just don't like being the quote-unquote leader they don't want to be the boss but they don't think they don't realize that there's so many different opportunities out there to be the go-to person by being the support person Exactly. And that's another thing. It kind of goes back to what I posted about encouragement, because a lot of people like they they have a goal and then say, for instance, said goal doesn't get reached. Then they're feeling like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, defeated at that point. But it's not even for uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, what was I going with this? Uh, a lot of people like you don't need that. They think that they need sympathy because they failed when mm-hmm. when in reality, they just need encouragement, you know. So it's like, it's okay, find something else as opposed to, oh, well, you know, it's going to be all right. Um, like, you'll get better at it. Like, why get better at something that you don't like? 
you know, you need to be encouraged to know that you have the willpower to do something else, you know, do something different. So I think that's an amazing takeaway. So before we wrap up, let's go back to the beginning. So how did we connect and meet each other? How did you hear about the porch? Okay. So, oh my God, this is my favorite question. So <laughs> we connected and met through one of my friends or our mutual friend, our sister, our tribe, Artika, um, because during a time, ooh, it was a, a really time that a time that I wasn't even able to talk about a lot of people or actually society as a whole taught us that death is scary and that death is sad. And it's not, it's actually, um, the next part of life. So how I got brought to the porch was I was depressed over my sister passing away. I thought that because she passed away, because when I was pregnant, that I was like, maybe bad luck, or, you know, every time I get pregnant, somebody was going to die. And I was just going all sorts of different ways with the way that I was thinking, like I was diagnosed manic depressive, all sorts of different things. And since then, I haven't even been on medication or seen a therapist, because, you know, it's literally all in my mind. But um, I was brought to the porch to basically get out of my own way. There was a light that was seen in me by um, you and Artika that, you know, I was, I didn't know, like that was, the porch was my first time going live, talking to people, you know, talking about what was really wrong with me. And that's how we met. Like uh, we mm -hmm. met when I was in probably one of the darkest, well, the darkest phases of my life oh. and not even in a whole year. I'm better. Like, not only better but a guide so right. I'm curious though what was it do you remember Artika talking about the porch before you decided to give it a try and come and join us yes uh she would bring it up uh multiple times in conversation like hey yeah like you know I'm a part of this like you know um like a peer-to-peer -peer support group you know we just basically get out of our own way we talk about things like you know and at this uh we related because Artika had lost her father the same year that I lost my sister so mm -hmm. um I'm not entirely sure like you know what made her pick me but I'm glad because um sometimes or most times I feel like that's all people need to a mm -hmm. space to talk about our exactly. issues ourselves what's in our mind to get it out of our mind and hear ourselves say it to really realize like, okay, wait, it's actually not that bad. You know? <laughs> and I, and I, I'm not, I'm laughing and I don't, well, and I know, and I'm laughing though, because it probably won't make sense for people who have not been on the porch, who may be yeah. listening to this or whatever. I'm definitely not laughing at death, but yeah. I do have a more lighthearted approach to death, but that's like my Scorpio eighth house weirdo kind of shit though. But yeah. anyway, I digress on that anyway. <laughs> But okay. no, so it's interesting because you said sometimes we just need to hear ourselves. Yeah. And that is one of the, well, there's really two main reasons we promote, I won't say make everyone do live video, is mm -hmm. because people, sometimes we need to just hear ourselves. Yeah. Definitely. And then people come onto the porch and they're just like, oh my God, I have so much anxiety. I don't want to do a live video. And then they start talking and then they say, I've never done a live video before. And then yeah. they don't stop talking. And then yeah. they're just like talking all the time. We're just like, okay. Yeah. Right. Curb your <laughs> enthusiasm. So it's, it's, <laughs> we'll have to do a whole different interview on that one. Right. So it's know, the definitely. process of actually saying something out loud because you know what? We can't, like, in the world we live in, most times we don't have enough free space to just walk around the block talking to ourselves. And if we right. do, someone's going to say, oh my God, they're crazy. Like literally right. like, and want to put you, I saw her walking down the street, talking to herself. No, I was just trying to get this shit out so I could hear myself. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we, I wanna... we don't honor that. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I hadn't, I was the living proof of not honoring that because there was so much in my mind and that I allowed, like I was in the middle of being verbally, emotionally, emotionally and verbally abusive, getting emotionally, physically and verbally abused and thinking it was normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it yeah. was like, okay, you have to talk about this. Like you have to really put this all out on the table with the people that you're dealing with and sort it out. Because you, if you don't, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to get sorted. It just may not be sorted in the way that you like, you know? Yeah. So while you have that, well, me, while I have that focus and ability to get out of my own way like that's that's what the porch has done for me and honestly like I said it hasn't even been a year it's been about eight months since I was like I couldn't even think about my sister without crying <laughs> you yeah. know but now I'm I'm like oh I'm good like you know she's around and we actually just lost another person but I'm like this is I was able to talk to her like our god siblings and tell them like you know this is just a level up for her you know yeah like yeah if you're not if you live life not being afraid of what's to come like it'll that's when you actually get to live you don't have to live life in fear you know you don't have to live in fear and that's actually how Artika and I because everyone if you missed that part but Octavia was brought to the porch via Artika and um I met Artika through another friend of ours who was an original porch peer after her father well I met her prior to her father transitioning Mm -hmm. and someone was like I can't help you but I know this girl named Courtney you know who can do a reading for you and then we just kind of hit it off from there and then when we opened back up the porch I was like Artika do you want to be a porch peer and then she became a porch peer and now we have Octavia who came on as a guest and I was like I love her we need her energy would you like to be appear can I torture y'all for seven weeks and Octavia was like I'm up for it and she just came with all this energy and she was there she was present and now she's a porch peer and so I would like to ask you what made you say yes to being a porch peer and is it what you expected it's absolutely absolutely everything that I expected now that I have the mind space the mind space but the what made me say yes was because um I noticed that a lot of my friends come to me for advice and for a long time, I was the toxic friend. I was the Mm. one that was like, oh, let's go. Let's roll out. (laughs) Like, let's go do something crazy. You know, let's go like, you know, for lack of a better term, let's go F them up. Like, let's go do it, you know? But then I'm like, no, there's a better way to unpack this baggage. (laughs) We don't have to go do bad stuff. You know, I don't need to be the enabler. So I'm like, if I'm gonna do this work, I need seven weeks of conditioning because once I got the conditioning, because <laughs> once I got out of that, I was like, ooh, I was looking at all my friends, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like put the fire out, little fires everywhere, like, oops, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, don't you, don't be that way, don't be that way. See, so, but that's why I was, and it's so funny because the women that I do ask if they're interested in becoming a porch peer they're just like me and I'm like I want real women I want real women who can say I was that chick that was setting shit on fire I was that chick that was popping people in the mouth I was the toxic friend because you can't identify I don't want anyone who says oh I'm just above and holier than thou and I've never done anything (laughs) and I'm like yeah that's not the majority of women who have gone Mm -hmm. through life and some breakups and babies Mm -hmm. and all of that drama Mm-hmm. I want people it's, who can empathize with people from a place of real life experiences, absolutely. not hypothetical, not theoretical. <laughs> like I don't exactly. want it out of a book, 
you tell me about that time you got arrested and <laughs> right exactly. how you got out. <laughs> what exactly. happened in lightning in that prison cell? Did you right. see Jesus? <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's so funny too because that's a, this is a story for another day. But I definitely have to tell you about the time when me and Ryan <laughs> first met. I almost got us arrested, but I'll tell you about that on a different story. <laughs> I probably right. put that in the compound today. I'll go live. And so, and I think because we all can laugh back at those moments or even in shame and just be like, wow, I can't believe I did that. But yeah. the fact that we can identify and we're transparent about our stories, mm-hmm. other women that come in who have never shared a lot of stuff with their friends. Some women don't even write it down in their journal. They're just like, oh, I'm normal. I don't have to beat myself up exactly. because of something that I did in the past. Because either I didn't know any better or I realized, because you know, my thing is, is like, what's your shadow? Our shadows are typically our money makers, right? Exactly. But if we let our shadows run wild or we don't learn how to flip it, then we allow ourselves to get caught up in the system. Absolutely. By using our shadows in ways that the system doesn't necessarily approve of. Exactly. And a lot of people think like, oh, I've got to get this darkness out. I've got to get it out. Like, no, no, no. It's supposed to stay. You're supposed to balance it. That's that's the part of it. Like you're supposed to balance the darkness with the light. Or how can you use it in this everyday real life world? I don't don't know. I can't say I balance. I do well. I've really been toying with this word about balance because I Mm -hmm. don't think I balance it. I'm an extremist anyway. So let me just put that out there. I'm so but I yeah. So I've learned that my extreme ways being an extremist will literally like get you arrested in America, right? Or yeah. pretty much anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. but I've learned that my very um assertive and extreme ways mm-hmm. allow me to assist people in moving through the process of yes. getting out of a hump they're trying to get out of or whatever, right? Yes. And a lot of times also my less than um, timely, inappropriate, cynic, Mm -hmm. sarcastic humor (laughs) allows me then to make um, a situation that even, you know, as it may relate to death or divorce or just the things that just seem so heavy. I'm like, we can find a way to laugh at it, you know, and if we can get you to laugh after a cry or if we can get you to laugh before a cry, then that helps. Absolutely. I definitely agree. So I am so honored and just absolutely, I think, blown away every time that you show up, not only for us on the porch, but for other women on the porch, Mm -hmm. because you all can get quiet sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like they're out of the zone. And then you and Shawnee are good for this though. You, I would yeah. say you and Shawnee, the two are the most like Shawnee doesn't say a lot, but when Shawnee right. shows up, she says something and you're just like, damn, that was right. deep Confucius. <laughs> and then she's gone again. And you're just like, what right. happened? Like who like, are, who where? Are... Right. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. I feel that to the core. Yeah. And so you always bring a bunch of energy and she's like, let me tell you about this, but a million miles a minute. And then she pops out and it doesn't always click for me right away. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Right. Most so, lady, thank you again so much. I oh, hope you're most welcome. that I am able to continue to be a witness in your journey just from when we first met 
and where you are now in your life and this new phase and your new space. Oh, yes. With... You know, because I'm coming to Oklahoma. So don't even. You listen. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> I'm not. I was. I'll have to come and get y'all. If y'all don't come to Oklahoma, oh, okay. I'm definitely going to make a trip. But I'm thinking, um, well, I'm, I'm going to keep that as a surprise. I'll, I'll save that for later on until it's solidified. Right. But um, y'all might see me sooner than y'all see see me there sooner than y'all see me here. Ooh, I sure I'll just so. say that. I sure I, yeah. so. Listen, my birthday is in December. And, you know, I, I got some ratchetness that I need to keep up with. So I'm all for the balance part. But listen, three years in the country, I... Yeah. F the balance. I just need right. a weekend right. you know, of pure. I gotta make sure I still got it. Exactly. <laughs> and we all know you do, but that hair is popping, girl. So I'm, we'll be waiting. Oh no, I, I'm I'm ratcheting to the point where the hair needs to be tied up because I'm planning on sweating it all out. Period. I know that's right. I, that's I need to practice my right. dance moves, but at this point, I don't even care. So if it y'all see matter. me, we're gonna. It's not gonna matter. Watching. It. I. It does not. It, it will not matter. I will be the one that y'all will be taking videos on and I become a gif. Is it called a gif? I become right. a gif. And they're like, yes. look at her over there jerking like she was having a seizure. I mean, like, right. it was I'm worth gonna be every right minute. I'm going to be right there next to you. The little one right <laughs> next to you doing the same thing. I'm going to come. I'm going to squat butt ass naked with little yes. Ryan. I right. was just like, look. Papa, yes. <laughs> it's going to be a thing for sure. Well, thank you. Um, that is the end of our interview. Thank you. All right, lady. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs>